0: Welcome back to Devotional Thoughts. Pastor Dave Rogers and the White Milbick Podcast Network. I'm Craig Weinberg sitting in the studio with Pastor Dave. Uh, January is over and it's February. The love month, some say.
1: Love is in the air. (laughs) Yes, it is. How are you today, Dave? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Craig. It's good (laughs) to be with you again today.
0: Absolutely. uh, We're going to go and we're going to talk about love.
1: Yes, we are. (laughs) You asked me last week if uh, we could uh, cover love uh, for maybe a couple weeks here, and so uh, I have uh, prepared that for us, and uh, we're going to dive in and discover a little bit about love today, (laughs) I hope. Right. (laughs) We're gonna beat around it at least, right? Yes, I am reminded, though, that uh, Solomon said, "There's nothing new under the sun." So, uh, hopefully, this isn't new material for anybody out there, but a reminder or a refresher mm. about love. Yeah. As we as we think about love, and as we we think about uh, February, we we think of Valentine's Day. And uh, that's a day when romantic love walks onto center stage, and we give it full expression.
0: Well, and it turns into red roses and hearts. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And that's it.
1: (laughs) Cards, love letters, poems, gifts of flowers, candy, intimate wear, (laughs) uh, fine meals, (laughs) candlelight, soft music, uh, and these gifts passing from heart to hand as we celebrate this thing we call love. However, in the midst of uh, all of this hubbub, I'm always gripped with the question, what is love? Mm. What is it that we're really celebrating? For most people, uh, it will be the celebration of a feeling. It's a good feeling, a warm, fuzzy, sentimental feeling. Unfortunately, it's elusive. It can be difficult to find and impossible to hold. Well, at least that's what we're told in song and <laughs> poems and and uh, novels, what have you. Uh, the, the unfortunate thing about celebrating the feeling of love is that feelings come and go. They pass. And uh, if it happens to us that that feeling rises up and is very intense in our heart and life and then it passes, then we tend to just reload and go after it again, you know, <laughs> and... Uh, try to pursue this, this thing we call love. Unfortunately, the result of that, I, and I'm convinced that many people are hurting today because they've given this thing that we call love a, mm-hmm. a, a whirl. They've been hurt and they've been devastated by it. Uh, the feeling was, was too elusive for them. And today these people are as jaded and cynical about love as, uh, charles dickens uh, character <laughs> ebenezer scrooge was about christmas in fact i'm reminded of a, a song uh, that was written for uh, a, a broadway show back in 1933 called smoke gets in your eyes <laughs> in you, my food.
0: Someday you'll find all
1: who love are blind. When heart's on fire, you must be alive. Smoke gets...
0: It seems the smoke getting in your eyes would not be something you'd look forward to.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's it's not. In fact, uh, we have a beautiful fire ring out at our house, and... uh uh, it seems that the smoke always <laughs> follows wherever you are, and well, getting it in your eye is old, not The pleasant. old tale is it follows beauty, right? Well, is, is
0: that stemming from this song?
1: I don't know that it stems from the song, <laughs> but it's certainly, and I'm not sure it follows beauty, but it <laughs> certainly gets in your eyes, and is isn't fun. Of course, we want to give credit to Jerome Kern and lyricist Otto Harbach, who wrote this song and. uh 1933 for the musical Roberta and uh, it's Ma- made been
0: famous by the platters
1: yes it's been covered many times uh, over the years but when we think about that cynical attitude toward love mm-hmm. uh, and the basis of of what they're saying you know an undeniable feeling in the heart uh, really <laughs> I, I don't want to sound jaded myself but what is often celebrated as love is the celebration of lust, mm. um, and and it's not the true expression of love. When we we get to that, in fact, in fact, I, I believe that the reason that we struggle with the whole concept of love is the English language uh, is is really poor in expressing the concept of love. Uh, we use the same word to express our feelings about many different things, uh, which leads then to the the confusion or the misunderstanding of of what love is. Mm. Uh, Without getting too technical or into this too far, I just want to call attention to the Greek language, uh, especially Koine Greek, which was the language uh, that much of the New Testament was recorded in originally. And there are four words that they use to describe love. Now, when we talk about love, we use the English word love for all of these things. Uh, But uh, they distinguish or differentiate them, uh, and and you can see how uh, it would remove some of the confusion. Uh, The first word is eros, and and that is the sexual love. Uh, The second word is storge, uh, which is the love, uh, the natural instinctive love that a parent feels for a child, that a mm-hmm. child feels uh, for a parent. Uh, the third one is uh, phileo, uh, the basis of the word Philadelphia. And we know, of course, Philadelphia is known as the city <laughs> of brotherly love. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the love between friends. And then the fourth word is agapeo or uh, we often hear it uh, pronounced agape, uh, which is the highest quality of love. It's the love that seeks the highest good of another, regardless of the personal cost. And mm-hmm. this is God's love expressed to us in the person of Jesus Christ and, and the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's the highest expression of love. And I believe that when we make the highest expression of love our goal, then we excel in every area of love. If if, as a lover we are seeking our, our lover's pleasure, mm-hmm and satisfaction, then we are expressing love at the highest level. As a family member, uh, whether as a parent or a child, or even in the, into the extended family with aunts and uncles and cousins, when we seek the other person's highest good, it brings unity and, and oneness to the family. It's the preferring one another and mm-hmm. love. Uh, that finds its expression. The same is true of friendship. And then, of course, right. ultimately, uh, our love for God mm. uh, as well. I would like to just encourage the uh, the listener to think about finishing this phrase with an adjective. And I'm going to just say right up front, I don't want you to go to 1 Corinthians 13 <laughs> and start pulling out those <laughs> qualities, but finish this phrase. Love is. Hmm. Uh, we would again think, well, love is a a warm, fuzzy feeling. Uh, love is uh, happiness. It's contentment. It's it's joy. It, it's whatever. Many different adjectives that we could use to describe the word. But I want to go a little bit uh, in a, a little bit different direction as we think about love today, because I I think that. There's so much that we can understand about love, but to really appreciate it, we need to get down the road of life mm-hmm. a little further than when we first discover those mm-hmm. feelings and, and think we're in love. I have often looked at uh, senior citizens of whom I am now a a, <laughs> a proud, proud member, <laughs> member of, of that group, and uh, <laughs> especially looking at uh, couples who have Uh, spent uh, 40, 50, 60, Mm -hmm. uh, even 70 years together and uh, realized that they have a a concept of love that is so much different than the concept of love that I had as a teenager or that I had in my early 20s, uh, 30s, and what have you. Uh, And so uh, as I began to explore in my own thinking what the love is that they have for each other and how they express it, I began to see that love is, is more than just a feeling. Uh, if I could say it in a word, Craig, I would say that love is commitment. First and foremost, mm. it, it's commitment. And so with that as uh, a basis, thinking of love as a commitment, I, I want us to think about it with, with these characteristics. First, love is intentional. When we think of God showing the highest quality of love in his love for us, uh, then we can understand the same quality of love that we should have for others. Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrated his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It was a decision and a choice Mm -hmm. that God made. It was very intentional Mm -hmm. on his part. He didn't one day look down and say, oh my, that Craig Weinberg is such a winsome guy. (laughs) I just have to send Jesus down to (laughs) die for him. No, he looked at us and he saw us with all of our our flaws Mm -hmm. and defects. He saw us lost in sin and without hope. And he had great compassion great love for us mm-hmm. and he said i don't care what it costs me i'm giving my very best yeah uh, to redeem and to rescue them well, what, and,
0: and a thought that just came to mind it's also the thinking of that commitment piece jesus was committed to the role absolutely and and i would just looked up the definition you know the the modern definition of commitment and the second definition is an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action even though and, and it's interesting to think of it that way and then think of what jesus did because the bible records the turmoil he was under because uh-huh. he didn't want to do it he's like well, please, please this is not something i'd love to do can we get out of it i but he was
1: committed i think that too often we overlook the struggle, mm-hmm. the agony that Christ endured in the garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he was wrestling with the commitment. And yeah. that's a great point that you raise. Uh, not my will, Lord, mm-hmm. if there's any other way, <laughs> let this cup pass from me. Yeah. But the commitment to love compelled mm-hmm. him to carry out the demands of the cross. Yeah. and And that's that's something that is, is difficult for us to wrap our heads around, oh, but that's, uh, let's apply that to our relationships, a commitment <laughs> to carry out the commit or a, a dedication to mm-hmm. carry out the commitment that we have made no to one what. another, no matter what, for mm-hmm. better and for worse. And we have no idea what worse may <laughs> right. be, you know. Wow. the The second quality that I see, not only is it intentional, it's also sacrificial uh jesus put it so succinctly in in the gospel of john chapter 15 verses 13 he says greater love has no one than this than to lay down his life for his friends mm-hmm. it cost him yeah everything first john three sixteen says by this we know love speaking of Christ, he says, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. That's the call to commitment. That's mm-hmm. the call to intentional sacrifice and service. Thirdly, we understand that love is unconditional. And this is where many struggle today. We we condition love. If, if, you make me happy. Mm-hmm. I love you. If right. you displease me, I take you off my Christmas card list. <laughs> I,
0: I, I fell out of love with you. I fell out mm-hmm.
1: of love, yes. Uh, and and that's a sad, sad thing. Yeah. Uh, but again, it, it harkens back to not understanding what the word commitment means. Absolutely. Uh, and so, the feeling has died. That feeling, as the platters were <laughs> mm-hmm. singing about, that could not be denied in my heart has now yeah. dissipated, and all that's left is the annoyance <laughs> of the smoke, which is the memory <laughs> right. yeah. of the relationship. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, love is unconditional. First John 4, verses 9 through 11, God showed how much he loved us by sending his only son into this wicked world. To bring to us eternal life through his death. In this act, we see what real love is. It's not our love for God, but his love for us. When he sent his son to satisfy God's anger against our sins. Mm. Dear friends, since God loved us as much as that, we ought to love each other too. Wow. Now that's out of the living Bible. Mm. But, but I think it says it so well. Love isn't based on performance. Love isn't based on appearance. Love is based mm. on commitment. Craig. I can't tell you how sad I have been over the years in counseling couples uh when uh a wife would come in and say my love or my my husband says he doesn't love me because I've put on a few pounds, mm. and uh i I no longer uh appeal to him. Uh, sexually he doesn't find me attractive and and or I don't satisfy him you know I disappoint him I'm not the cook that mm-hmm. his mother was or I'm not a, as good a cook as his best friend's uh, wife is and <laughs> yeah. and what have you love isn't based on performance mm-hmm. and appearance love is based on the commitment and so we need to to come to terms with that, and as we celebrate love, uh, let's let's celebrate the intention of it. Let's celebrate the sacrifice of it, the unconditional nature of it. But also, let's ramp it up just another <laughs> level uh, in today's study, if we can, by understanding that love is unconquerable mm. uh, or it's inseparable. Uh, and and I immediately when I begin to think about love, I, I think of Paul's words to the church at Rome in the eighth chapter. And and he waxes eloquent about love. We often just deal with verses uh, 38 and 39 when we, we talk about the enduring quality of God's love. But we need to go clear back to verse 35 and bring it forward uh, to wrap our our minds around this and, and our understanding. And so, Listen to the, the nature of God's love for us. It's, it's, it, it's just, it can't be <laughs> defeated. We can't be separated from it. Paul says to the church at Rome, who then can ever keep Christ's love from us? When we have trouble or calamity, when we are hunted down or destroyed, is it because he doesn't love us anymore? And if we are hungry or penniless or in danger or threatened with death, has God deserted us? No, for the scriptures tell us that for his sake we must be ready to face death at every moment of the day. We like sheep awaiting slaughter, but despite all this overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us even or enough to die for us, For I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from his love. Death can't, and life can't, the angels can't, all the powers of hell itself cannot keep God's love away. Our fears for today, our worries about tomorrow, or where we are, high above the sky or in the deepest ocean, nothing will ever be able to separate us from the love of God demonstrated by our Lord Jesus Christ when he died for us. Again, reading out of the, the living uh, paraphrase. Uh, as we look at this list, it, it drives home the fact that God is committed mm-hmm. to us. He's He's saying through the, the Apostle Paul, there's nothing in all of my creation that will ever dissipate mm-hmm. or separate you from my love. And so... When we are celebrating love uh, here in a couple of weeks, a week and a half, um, let's celebrate this commitment mm-hmm. and these qualities that we find here.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that that is just the taste.
0: That's just part one. <laughs> That's part ne- one. Next week, yeah, we do have the digging deeper into this. Yes. Um, as we, we ramp right up to that, and you know, and not that we we want to necessarily put huge emphasis that oh on february 14th that's when you have to demonstrate your love but it's a time for us to really reflect and think about it and so and, as you guys prepare and we prepare uh to come into that season whether you're in a relationship or not um there are still people in your life that you have this obligation of love toward
1: absolutely and and i think that you raise a great point there and this is something that we are often guilty of on valentine's day we we celebrate uh, the romantic love mm-hmm. but there are people in your life your friends your family members who love you more than you even understand <laughs> how much they love you yeah. celebrate their love and and for those who perhaps because of circumstances some their their life mate has has passed on mm-hmm. and uh, this is a sad season for them they feel isolated and they feel alone but you're never alone mm-hmm. you are all loved dearly by family by friends but most importantly by the heavenly father
0: that's right well thank you for listening this episode be sure to come back next week for the the wrap up of this uh this really i mean we're not digging deep but there's a whole lot deeper we could go we could take months and dig into what this really looks like but um thank you so much for sticking with us for this episode this is devotional thoughts with pastor dave rogers i'm craig weinberg we'll see you uh next week as we get closer and closer to uh to valentine's day and into the year be safe and healthy thank you all for listening Thanks, Dave. Have a great day. Thank you, Greg.